Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You're listening to the first and only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Hear from independent pharmacy owners, leading entrepreneurs, political strategists, healthcare technology trends, career coaching, interviews about our pharmacy industry, and more. Be sure to subscribe to the show via iTunes and leave us a voice comment from our contact section on the website. You can find all of our episodes at PharmacyPodcast.com. My name is Michael Abeltroni. I'm the Dean of the School of Pharmacy and Health Sciences at Fairleigh Dickinson University, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Todd Urey, founder of the Pharmacy Podcast. You know, it's been exciting working with several of the national associations. We've run into some very... Um, incredible uh, programs, people, leadership of our industry, and I was uh, excited to um, be in contact with several organizations in specialty pharmacy, which led to other things and uh, other accreditations and understanding how that works um, with the rest of our uh, pharmacy industry and the importance of that. And what's really interesting is how the coming together of different organizations have provided us with uh, a roadmap. And that roadmap is to continue to improve safety for our patients, which I think is number one, um, but also um, providing our pharmacy professionals with a level of continuing education as well as a level of excellence in their profession and what they do. And I have met John Pritchard, who is an Associate Director of Pharmacy, Andrew Madigan with the ACHC, who introduced me to uh, the gentleman that's on with us today with Fairleigh Dickinson School of Pharmacy, Mr. Michael Alvatroni. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast. Thanks so much. Very nice to talk to you today. So when I understood what is coming up from that's actually being sponsored by Fairleigh Dickinson School of Pharmacy, the workshop that's uh, PCA sterile and non-sterile compounding pharmacy workshop. This brings me back to many of the conversations that I've had before with compounding the IACP, for example, many of their conferences, the excellence of what this means and the, the standards that are set, the safety that is set. Can you explain to our listeners what this workshop is about and why it's so important? Sure. Uh, a few years ago, we uh, made the investment in our uh, school to uh, build a sterile compounding facility. It's basically a simulation lab where we can uh, train students and also uh, working professionals on the best practices in sterile compounding and really to focus our attention on improving some of the, uh, the quality uh, across the board in the area of sterile compounding. Uh, about uh, six months ago or so, we wrote a piece as part of our uh, Lewis Center for Healthcare Innovation and Technology uh, revolving around the importance of accreditation and really the, the absence of a, a gold standard, if you will, uh, in many compounding pharmacies and how PCAB accreditation, uh, which is really the gold standard, uh, was very much a, a scarcity um, in, in the industry today. And uh, immediately thereafter, we were contacted by the folks at uh, PCAB who had read that piece, which was published in Forbes magazine. Uh, and they contacted us about really forming a, a, a sort of a thinking partnership about what uh, this sort of a best practice would look like uh, in educating current pharmacists, some future pharmacists as well, 
uh, around the best practices in sterile compounding, around the modifications and upcoming changes in USP Chapter 800, and really in what the uh, accreditation process entails. And we were thrilled to be able to uh, host this uh, event, which is a two-day workshop focusing on those topics, uh, and really to be able to showcase some of the things that we've built into our school, but also into this facility, while having the, uh, the best in the world be able to educate our uh, students, as well as any attendees to this workshop, on the best practices and the gold standards of accreditation, and specifically sterile compounding area. So this is hands-on training. This isn't just learning from a, a board and books and, and testing. This is actually hands-on, isn't it? I think we're going to really be able to immerse uh, our, our uh, attendees in, in some hands-on. Uh, really, the, everything from the best practices for garbing and gowning, uh, just some demonstrations. Uh, one of the unique parts of the sterile compounding facility is that it's run as a simulation so people can go in and out and really see up close what things look like and kind of get in there and play a little bit, which from every uh, indication is the best way to really learn how to do something that's so hands-on in nature. You know, compounding has been the long-standing practice of pharmacy and it's what I think of uh, the bull and pestle in um, the making up of uh, customized compounds. Um, it's come full circle with the importance of different um, medications. They're treating uh, chronic disease states, uh, things that are happening with um, uh, making sure that personalized medicine is even tied back to our DNA. And the rise of medical cannabis and how uh, compounds into creams are going to continue to um, push the envelope for pain management and other things. And every time I think of different changes in pharmacy, the evolution of pharmacy, compounding seems to be right in the center of it. So I would think many of the pharmacists listening that have been thinking about differentiating themselves from a competitive uh, standpoint, I think compounding is um, a big differentiator um, and that's another thing that I'd like to actually um, ask you about. What do you think is the future of pharmacy in in many many states? I mean, we know the rise of specialty um, in and what that means for pharmacy, but specific to compounding, how do you how do you see compounding changing? Not necessarily changing, but evolving the uh, the pharmacist's uh, place within the continuum of care for better patient care. I think you articulated it really well in that it's really come back into uh, almost full circle uh, where now compounding has become very much a, a desirable skill for pharmacists to have uh, and expertise that I think is critically important because I think that the whole advent of personalized medications uh, and, and a, a personalized uh, regimen for an individual or a patient uh, I think is going to be front and center in the future of healthcare as we continue to uh, to really, I think, hone in on how we can improve individuals by the knowledge that we have around their genomic profile, around specific tolerances or specific uh, genetic markers. And I think that the compounding area, uh, I think, will continue to grow and emerge as a leader in, in, in this uh, realm. And one of the things I think that we've are, tried to really articulate to our students is that the role of the pharmacist in general has really changed from being straight dispensing to a much more cognitive function where pharmacists are really being asked to be part of the primary care team 
to be involved in, in every aspect of primary care, and then to really be able to customize a, a regimen or a specific uh, focused medication uh, platform for an individual around what their specific genetic makeup is, around what their tolerances are, around what other comorbidities they might be presenting, and around, in some cases, even the abilities for certain people to absorb certain things more effectively than others in combination or by itself. So I see that there's really a, a huge opportunity uh, for students coming out of school right now who have this knowledge set to really be able to differentiate themselves and go places where pharmacists in some cases haven't ever been before, and in some cases haven't been since compounding is sort of fallen out of fashion in the old traditional sense of the apothecary. Yes, and I, I realize that many of our listeners, especially some of our new uh, pharmacists coming, might not realize that compounding occurs in virtually every aspect of pharmacy, hospital, home health, specialty, as well as in nuclear pharmacies because of these these products that can't be manufactured from the, um, from the, the creator's um, for ready for use, they must be compounded in in many instances. So, it, it's it's a it's a fascinating piece of pharmacy to me that I think makes quite a differentiation in the careers of our pharmacists in in having them stand out. Um, and what I like about your workshop, by the way, if if the listeners don't realize this, eight point seven five worth of um, of continuing education as well. Yeah, we see that as hugely valuable as well because, you know, we certainly want to give people something for their time and have some to be able to present some value to them. Obviously, the value will come from the content, uh, but having the CEs will certainly be a, a nice benefit to those attending as well. So if I'm listening and I want to um, enroll in this, uh, where's the best place to go? So you can go to the uh, ACHC website right now uh, and register through them, uh, and uh, I believe it also can be found at Accreditation University website uh, as well. And uh, really, we believe that the, the, uh, the AccreditationUniversity.com would, would link you to uh, the workshop, and we believe it will be really a fruitful two days for people to be able to come in. Uh, to be able to learn a whole lot about compounding, to be able to learn a whole lot about the upcoming USP Chapter 800 modifications, which I believe are going to have a huge impact on compliance, uh, and particularly in every area, whether it be a hospital or, as you said, a home care infusion center or, or anywhere else. I think there's a lot to learn and there are a lot of changes that are forthcoming that are uh, important to get ahead of because there's a lot of them that are structural that require some cost and some lead time. Uh, and I think that it will be also a huge opportunity to be able to network with others like uh, yourself who, who are interested in, in learning more uh, and really are, are people who are at the fore of, of doing some things that are rather innovative. And I think bringing those uh, thought processes together and bringing those uh, different views together will be a wonderful way to really, I think, uh, make a two days that are, that are, I think, very valuable for all the attendees. So you can find the link at accreditationuniversity.com. And when you get to the website, you'll be able to follow there uh, and be able to look into and actually del delve into the workshops under training. And when you follow that, you'll see our training listed there. So we're very excited to, to have that and, and have that uh, as at our uh, facility and to have those folks in there to really learn from the best. This is the PCAB Sterile and Non-Sterile Compounding Workshop. It, you can find it at accreditationuniversity.com. This link will be in the show notes um, if you want to go. If you're actually at a desktop, uh, you'll be able to find it. 
If not, um, just Google Accreditation University, and I'm sure it'll come right up. Michael, thank you so much for being part of the show and, and helping to bring this to our listeners and understanding the importance of continuing education, especially in the compounding role. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time and, and for giving me the opportunity to share this uh, exciting venture for uh, pharmacy. Today's pharmacy podcast was brought to you by the ACHC. We were talking about the PCAB sterile and non-sterile compounding pharmacy workshop, which will provide pharmacy professionals with a comprehensive overview of the accreditation process and a standard by standard review of the requirements for sterile and non-sterile compounding. The two-day course is conducted with a personalized approach that delivers valuable insights into the accreditation process. This is going to give you hands-on training for using the Take-Home ACHC Accreditation Guide to Success Workbook, a program-specific and comprehensive tool that offers guidance on the means and requirements of each ACHC accreditation standard. We thank you for listening to The Pharmacy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed another episode of The Pharmacy Podcast Show. Be sure to subscribe to the show and send us a voice message with your ideas and comments from our contact section on the website. Contact us today at pharmacypodcast.com.